Welcome back, folks. This would be episode number four of Inside AV. Yes, it is. We're going to cover a few things tonight. Well, actually, no, one thing, because we were going to shorten things up, weren't we? Tighten things up a little. We've got so, way too much material. Yeah, which is good. We're going to cover um, music streaming, which is uh, Andrew's hot topic, one of his faves. Yeah, you're going to have to put up with me going on a little bit about it, but um, it's... Um it's a great way to listen to music, and now that the sound is as good as CD, I'm excited. Yeah, so that'll be good. So we're not going to cover Pacific products, but we're going to cover ideas or, or use... Oh no. I don't know. We recorded this about three weeks ago, and I've sort of forgotten what was in it, but the gist of it was the three aspects of a music streaming setup. You've got your sort of your audio oh, system. You've got so your, an explanation. Your client streamer and you've got your storage on a hard drive or a computer or something. Yes. Which all sounds like Chinese already, but I think in the um, spiel that you're about to hear, we uh, come at it from a more basic sort of perspective. And, uh, of course, unfortunately, as usual, there's a fair bit of rabbiting on about other things. Oh, well, that's all right. So, and Not that's, really. So that's this episode. That's the main chunk for this episode. and then... That's all there is. All there is. Episode five will contain other chunks of other okay. things. Now, while I was out the back to sorting myself out, mm, mm. well, getting ready for the show, mm. um, you mentioned a CD. A free oh, the CD we're giving away. Yeah. Ah, yes, we have a name audio. You didn't tell CD. me about this. No, I didn't tell you, but I've got uh, twelve thousand of them coming, and uh, oh, it's no. probably too. M- oh no, twelve. Twelve. <laughs> that sounds more realistic. No, we have twenty. Something to give away, and if you write a review of the show or you uh, just give us a rating, you can. This requires honesty, of course. <laughs> you, you rate the show. Surely that's not much of an effort. In iTunes, try not to rate it one star, which I think is code for I hated it. Yeah, that's not like good. something more than one. If you do hate it, eh, I'd probably suggest you keep those comments to yourself if you can. But if you really, really hated it and you feel like you really want to. Put it out there, then I suppose we can't stop you. But we ain't giving you no CD. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know what's on the CD? What are what are people going to get? Yeah, music, music. Yeah, oh. better than talking. I think uh, we had not covered fully the system of how it works. So you make the rating and you send us your details on our show at inside-av.com account. So email us your name. Address. Address so we can post it to you. Sex, age, bust size. No, no, we don't need all that info. We don't? <laughs> no. Oh, that's right. It's not a T-shirt that we're sending out, is it? No. Um, yeah. You mail us that. We'll send you a CD. We don't care the whereabouts in the world you are. We're willing to blow a couple of dollars. We're willing to, willing to buy ourselves some votes. Oh. Um, that'll be... That'll well, be... you don't want to pay. <laughs> I'll go and rate one now so I can get one because I haven't even seen it or heard it. Oh, I was going to tell you about the CD. Yeah, it's got, look, name name audio. I've got a label. There's a bunch of artists on there. Some of them are extremely well-known. Um, and uh, their name is all about great recording quality. The, it's, a, it's a real showpiece disc for you know making the best of a decent audio system and really having it sound at its finest. So it should be a good demo disc then for someone to run in their system. And Depends what sort of music you like. Look, I have to be totally honest. Unusual, I know. But I think uh, I have no idea what's on this CD because I'm still waiting for them to arrive. 
but I have a lot coming and I have more than I need for the particular mail out that I'm doing. So um, I'm giving them away to Inside AV listeners. Sounds really good. Yep. Generosity unbounded. Uh, should we move on to the music streaming episode? Yes, let's do that. Let's get straight into it. All right, and we'll uh, we'll catch you briefly at the end of the show and uh, talk about what's in five. Thanks. Talk See to you, you soon. Yeah. Bye. So back to introduction. Wanted to be no, a mechanic. Well, then I, I wanted to be a mechanic. Oh, but then I wanted. Then I saw electronics. Actually, we've got to talk about music streaming. God, we went way off topic. Music streaming. No. Okay. Well, anyway, so what happened? So how did you end up in electronics? Oh, you did two ways or something. No. No, I did TV and video. Oh, you did. Okay. Yes. So video. I've heard of that. That's like a video recorder. Yes. VHS. A f- a VHS. Mm. Which stood for Video Home System. System, yes. What would beta stand for? <laughs> back door. <laughs> Out the back. <laughs> it probably... What the hell did it stand for? <laughs> but isn't it like beta version? They didn't quite get it right, so it's just yeah. the beta version. Never <laughs> <laughs> thought of that. The, no, I think it happened the other way around. They just released it, the, it as the beta. The, the term beta version software... Was derived from the from fact, the from, from the, the failure from the of beta, <laughs> the beta format. Hey, uh, that might be true. That might be like a a word that's no, now I folklore. I think it's an alpha beta thing. Alpha, okay, as in Latin, but I'm not sure. Oh, so they were always second. They never were first beta. Yeah, well, there is alpha software, but it hardly runs. So beta software, as it sort of runs, this is, oh, this is I don't know. This I'm not a software engineer, but I think that's how it is. And then beta's like basically runs, but it's glitchy. And then I don't know what comes after beta. Something that starts with C. No, we're not Greek. Yeah, we're Australian. Exactly, which means we're half Greek. Possibly, <laughs> I'm not. I'm half Pom. Sorry. So let's break down music streaming. Yeah, we better get to the music streaming. So there's a few ways of doing it. There's a million ways to do it, and that's the confusing thing. But I'd like to quickly touch on the bit that you probably know. Yes. That generally the music is coming off a hard drive. Yes. But it could come off a flash drive. A, thumb, a thumb some drive, sort of storage device. CD. It could come off almost anything. Well, it wouldn't come off a CD. No, it could. You put MP3 files on a DVD, you get a lot on there. Okay. But you wouldn't do that. But you would have to say, I, I believe that this music streaming stuff... Mm which is good, is mm. the end of the CD. It is the end of the CD. It's a bit sad. So the CDs will become collectible, like LPs. Jeez. Oh, yeah, but 20 or 30 years, that will be a curiosity value, yeah. Well, they will have, because I get young kids in the store. Um, <laughs> notice that I... <laughs> you, you don't get young kids in your store? Oh, I do. Some people as young as 30 come in here. Okay. Young kids. Oh, young'uns. Young'uns. And, uh, no, no, I get, uh, I had a lady come in the other day with her, I don't know whether, I'm being unkind, if she's listening, she's going to be upset, because I don't know whether it was her <laughs> granddaughter or a daughter, but she came in, she was 13, 14, 15, I don't know, dressed in a party dress, I'm not sure what the get-up was about, she may have been part of a weird religious sect, but she was very interested in records, she wanted to buy a turntable, a half-decent one. Yeah. She wanted to go back in time. That's why I say about the sect thing, because 
Oh, maybe she was she was into retro stuff. Maybe she was dressing. I don't know. She's a very nice girl, and you know, in a few years' time. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Let's stick the music. In, in the... I wasn't talking about anything else. In a few years' time, she'll be able to afford to buy turntables. What I was <laughs> going to say, Keith. Okay. Um, because I don't think she has any money now because she doesn't work. Cause she's too young, and she she uh, was 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 absolutely. Um, I was going to say flabbergasted, not in the slightest. She fascinated. Fascinated. I knew Infatuated. No, no, fla- uh, fascinated by the fact that you could get this piece of vinyl out of a sleeve, uh, try not to rub your hands over it too much, put it on a turntable, lower this diamond tip into its grooves and make music, and half-decent-sounding music. And um, she wants to have that. And I can understand that because it's the same as I would be perhaps impressed by uh, a... Um, old Alpha? A, an old Alpha that ran. No, that ran. <laughs> no, I would be impressed by that, but, I mean, that's never going to happen, obviously. But there... No, a uh, like a roll-type uh, gramophone with um, oh, a horn yes. with yes. a stylus down its throat that you stick on the, um, stick on the wax cylinder and... It makes a horrid screeching sound, but nonetheless, you know, it vaguely replicates what was, was put on there. Was that the first mass storage device for music? I don't know if you'd use the word Wax. mass. <laughs> um, it's it was analog, although a very vague analog of the original. Um, would be hi-fi though, would it? I don't believe it was hi-fi, and no, no horn speakers are, by the way, for anyone listening, <laughs> horn lovers. <laughs> Sorry, I've gone and made a terrible boo-boo. We've just, we've just uh, lost a third of the audience. And if I start slagging off tubes, we'll lose another third, so I'm not going to do that. Especially as I actually trade in tube amplifiers, so I'm not going to knock their wonderful things. So a horn speakers, oh. actually, when they're good. But music streaming. You've got to get your music on a hard drive. What kind of hard drive? A big, reliable one. Big is cheap these days, and I don't mean physically large. A terabyte yes. or two is very affordable. I bought a terabyte just the other day. Yep. You're going to age this broadcast now by mentioning a price for a terabyte drive? One twenty-nine. Did you for pay? A, for a portable terabyte drive. I wanted a port. I wanted a. You paid a lot. It must be a laptop drive. Yeah, I wanted one without a power power pack. Yeah, okay. I didn't yeah, want. Well, it's still good value, isn't it? and I'm... it's compact. You can put it in top pocket. Yeah, it's the last one it's I bought. No bigger than this music yeah. streaming device, which is yeah. a telephone as well. Yeah, I bought a terabyte. Uh, Sorry, uh, mobile phone. It's not really a telephone, is it? It's a mobile phone. Um, can you call it a telephone? Can you call it a phone? Well, a <laughs> phone doesn't mean anything, does it? It's like people talk about watts or talk about digital. It's a device. Um, I put a DVD in the DVD, people say. We're getting sideways, going sideways here. But yeah, yeah, yeah. People say in context. It has to be in context. I put a DVD in the DVD. Or you should say I put a DVD disc in the DVD player. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and you would say, well, you're old hat. You should be using Blu-ray. Now, getting back... To the streaming thing. So, okay, so hard drives are cheap. As far as I'm concerned, the way to go is a, is, is a network-attached storage system, NAS drive. And yes, the, the but that does rely on the fact that you've got a network as well. Well, the network consists of a $69 router from JB Hi-Fi. There you go, free ad, JB. We're expecting sponsorship. <laughs> um, 
or wherever your local convenient appliance store slash electronics retailer or slash IT store, we would like to support the local IT retailer who is not a group, but as there are none left, we'll just say JB. Okay. Um, What does JB stand for? Well, back in the JBL days, it used to stand for junk butt. And then the L part was loud, but JB's got nothing to do with JBL, so I mean oh, okay. JBL was junk but loud, but wow, that was the that was the acronym. That was the joke that. acronym at least. Okay. I didn't know that one. I didn't know they were that loud either. And they're not really junk. There's some really good JBLs. I think. We probably should put our podcast in two categories, I think. Yeah. Technology. Yes. Comedy. Yeah, there's not a lot of comedy though, it's more bullshit. Um the the What else do we need for this? You need music? the NAS drive. I, I, the NAS That's dri- only the storage device. That doesn't actually do anything. It doesn't... I, it's stage one. Can I just finish, please? Okay. You've got your network, which people get excited about network and they envisage a large rack mount thing with lots of Ethernet cables hanging out of the front of it. No yes. no no. A network is a router plugged into the power, and that's the end of that. You could, you could then you then plug Ethernet cables into it. Yes. For instance, and if you connect it to a phone line, or a th- if it's got a three G USB slot in it, and it's therefore got a connection out of the local area. Yes. Into the wide area, then you're in business because you can plug some of those four outlets into your DVD player, your Blu-ray player, your your um, uh, AV receiver these days is generally yes. networked, and your music streamer. And further to that, your network attached storage device hard drive. For your data. So, to clarify, folks, the music is stored on the NAS drive, which is plugged simply into an Ethernet port via Ethernet, of course, no mm-hmm. wireless stuff going on here. Into the router. The router is $69. The NAS drive is about 300 or a bit less. Yep. The NAS drive, as it comes, will... It has hard... Well, it has hardware in it, and it'll have a universal plug-and-play music server built into that hardware. Or a DNA, In the NAS drive? Yeah. Or the DNA, DLN. So it's not a dumb drive. NAS drive, then? It's not a drive. It's a half a computer. Okay. That's what makes it a NAS drive. And that's why it's good, because here's the advantage, Keith. Okay. You don't need to leave your computer on. People say, oh, I've got all the music on, on my computer. Yes, you do. But you have but to you need to A, you need to back it up. That's the first thing. Yes. Which you achieve by copying across to your NAS drive all those files, all your music files. And secondly, you then serve those files up to the network and to any device that's sitting on the network or connected to the network, whatever technology yes. you want to use. Um to play through speakers and TV, or just speakers if it's music files. So, I'm missing one step here. I'm just therefore wondering. the computer can be turned off. The computer you use for say ripping your CD collection. Oh yeah, I understand that. And then bit. you zap the files across the network. Yes. To the NAS drive. Yes, I understand that bit. Yeah. So from the NAS drive to the amplifier to the speakers, mm-hmm. there is an actual output on the NAS drive. Come on, Keith. You know it's not that simple. No. Well, that's what I'm thinking. We're missing that. We're missing another vital piece of equipment. Well, at the other end of the Ethernet cable, or you could do this wirelessly, but we wouldn't recommend it. No, no. I you, prefer a bit of copper. Yes. At the other end of a piece of Cat5 or Cat6 
data cable. You have a media. Possibly run through your walls, nice and neat. Yep. You have a thing called a music streamer. Yes. Or a music streaming client. Yes. And it plugs in to the network via, obviously, a Ethernet cable. And... And its job would be to convert? It converts. Well, what it does is it, it uh, asks the uh, NAS drive to serve up some files to it. In other words, you select a album to play by yes. way of the front panel or the remote that's supplied or via your Android or i-type device. product device using an app that that manufacturer, the streaming manufacturer, the streaming client manufacturer... Oh, yes, And we're yes. talking brands like Cambridge Audio, Squeezebox, Sonus, um, Name, of course. Yamaha. Musical Fidelity, Yamaha. There's a few of them. Marantz have one. I just bought a Western Digital. We don't want to talk about that. It's cheap. I know. And it's probably quite okay. But as we don't know that, I won't... I, won't, okay. I can tell you what is good and what... We should bring it in for a test, because I only just bought it. Yeah, well, the only reason I bought it was it actually had composite and left and right audio out. Oh, good stuff. So we took it on holidays. Oh, really? With the portable, one terabyte drive. Yep. Plugged it in. Yep. Watched the movies. Wow. Didn't have to go in the shop. Well, we, we were out of town, so we didn't have mm. the card to go to the shop and get a video. Okay. Yeah, see, there's so many possibilities now, and I think this is why I'm getting so many clients coming in the store asking about music streaming. It's, it they is don't a ask hot, about hot. movie streaming so much, but movie streaming people have been doing for a while with those little media players. But the the difference, the cut, the the the, the what's for those the, folk that are listening to this rot and trying to make head or tail of what we're saying and and want to know really about music streaming and why suddenly it in the is it is it being talked about? It's because now we are talking hi-fi, we're talking lossless files not MP3. So yes. we're talking st- enough cheap hard drive space to store lossless files. files and FLAC get... being a good, you know, free lossless audio codec, codec being a good example of a, uh, you know, a way to talking... store music with no loss, but it includes metadata, like, you know, information regarding Me- music. Is it metadata or metadata? Whatever you like. Okay. Whichever school you went to. Awesome. I went to a school that said uh, meter. Meter. Metadata. If it was meta, it'd have two Ts. Um, if it was meta, it'd have an R on the end. <laughs> or would it be RE? It could be. Um, depends what but we were, we're talking le- legit copies of things, because that's the only reason. If well, you had legit copies of your things, you would do lossless. This ripping it down to an MP3. Oh, well, I don't know about people who download MP3s. That just seems to me to be a waste of time. You buy a CD for almost nothing now. You can rip it using your own Well, it's a waste of your equipment, isn't it? It's a waste of your speakers, your amplifier. MP3s is... MP3 320K files are pretty good. There's not a lot in them versus lossless, but 128-bit files, which used to be the standard 128K bit files, are definitely lo-fi. You know, and, and any kind of you know decent sounding system with uh, a music lover who is actually sitting down and listening to music will easily notice the Pick lack the of difference. excitement and zap and you know drama that goes out the window by listening to MP3s of that bit rate. So, yeah, wave files, which is basically what's on a CD, you know, original lossless PCM file or a FLAC file is the way to go, or any other lossless system, yeah. including even there, Apple lossless. It's worth the effort, isn't it? It's There's worth no effort. Well, oh, you it, mean it, to it, rip the file? Yeah, yeah, to rip the file. It's worth worth 
going that way because storage space is so cheap and so large and compact, whereas drop back five years, oh, yeah, you wanted I'm, to buy a terabyte. When I started with um, putting music on a hard drive, which was uh, back in 67, uh, I think it was. No, it wasn't. It was uh, 97. Okay, that's all right then. God, you we just had, got really old in my eyes a, then. I think, well, I think I had a six gig hard drive, which was basically full of operating system and porn, and uh, sorry, um, family photos. And I, I um, didn't have much room left for music, so I. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So you really had to rip your. I had to use MP3, and I used 128. Although no, I used 192 because I, I found 192 was that little bit better. So and you've been in this ripping game for a while. I've done the ripping thing for actually. I don't think it was '97. I think it was '98. But and I'm being serious. I think it was '98. And I think I had a six gig, and then I upgraded to a ten gig hard drive, and I was very excited because I had this all this space I could fill up with music, which I did. And I ripped a lot of my collection, and it sounded good. And I used to say to people, and this is what I'm getting at. What's changed? I used to say. Streamed music or music off your hard drive is great for, for background music and parties and dinner parties. Yeah, and, yeah. and it is, and it still is. But the difference is now that two two things. One, I'm sitting one, I've got lossless files. Second, so three things. Second thing is high definition, 24 bit, 96K sampling frequency download files, which sound distinctly better yes. than CD quality files. And the third thing is being able to sit in your chair with your iPad and flick through tracks and, and, and look through your album list and you've got the cover it's, art. And it's all in here. It. It's all there. Yeah, it's like sitting in front of your CD collection and flicking through the actual CDs without the disadvantages of the sore knees and when you flip open the case, when you and finally the CD's choose, not the inside. CD's not inside. Because <laughs> it's either stolen but in the car or whatever. It, yes. It'll so, be in a case, but it'll just be in a different case. It'll be in with another one, yes. Yeah. And it'll oh, be all my fault. That's but, bad. I've done that. You put the CD on top of the CD. Yeah. Think it'll be safe? I never see it again. N- n- not so much that, but it scratches the crap out of oh, each yeah, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. It's yeah. not, not a good trick. I, I destroyed a bunch of CDs on that recent trip to Melbourne for that show. Oh, especially if they're in the vehicle, yeah. I moving them, along. I chucked when we were unloading out of the building. I threw them all in a box. I got home and they'd all been there just scuffing against each other for, what is it, about 8,000 kilometres or something between Brisbane and Melbourne. And um, feels Can't be like that far. Is it that far? 9,000. I don't know. It's a long way. It's only like 2,000 kilometres. Well, Keith, I'm telling you, it feels like more. <laughs> and if I hadn't picked up those couple of hitchhikers... <laughs> Gone the back way. Through the forestry. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> now, that's a different story to what I was going to tell. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> music streaming, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, yeah, so, so to, to, I just want to summarise one more time. Yep. The advantage now, music streaming, A, lots of products to buy. You only have to spend hundreds of dollars, not thousands, if you want to. Yes. I highly recommend you spend thousands for the sake of the industry. Second, of, second thing, number uh, two. great sound. Not like it. We're not talking MP3 anymore. People who think music streaming is not as good as CD really seriously need to have a listen because... Yep. The streamer itself may have fairly poor sound out of its analogue outs, 
but by feeding its digital out, you know, either optical or coaxial, into an external DAC, and you don't need to spend a huge fortune. I have a, th- a $900 DAC yes. in the store that sounds surprisingly detailed and musical, and it's made in England. It's not one of these quasi-design in England, made in China scenarios. Ching chow. Um, yeah. And it uh, offers great sound. So the streamer that I use that's affordable... Uh, do we can name we, drop yeah, or not? Yeah, we can mention it. Why not? It's, the it's MP, got a particular MP, name. NP30 Cambridge. The Cambridge, yeah, okay. NP30 is a, it's a good unit. I'm, I'm having the occasional glitchiness issue if I leave it on for a week and come back to it. and Sometimes you need to reboot it. Oh, that's any... any it's a computer. Pu- yeah, yeah, any computer. Plug that into the Riga DAC... Sells for nine hundred dollars. The MP thirty seven hundred dollars, I think it is, from memory. Uh, and there's an app that works so well to control the Cambridge via oh, an app on a yeah, mobile an device, an app on an iPad or an iPhone. Only an iDevice, or do they yeah, go to the yeah, Android? I don't yet? think they do an Android. They might. I shouldn't say that because I haven't checked. I know that Name doesn't do Android because Androids are getting cheap. Android shit. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Look, I... Only the poor people have Androids. You like the guy that works for me. <laughs> he got a new phone for Christmas. He's very proud of it. What did he get? Oh, Samsung, I think it's Oh, called. Galaxy. Have you heard of Samsung? <laughs> Has that got Android on it? Yeah, I think so. Or has it got something else? Or is isn't there anything else? I think there's only two versions. Yeah, well, look, Android's fine, of course, and I'm obviously, well, not obviously, but I'm probably more of an Android lover than I am an I device lover in some ways but the iPad just works so damn well yes it's, it looks nice it looks slick it works well it's cheap as chips it's the cheapest I mean but that's what I was getting to the Androids that hit the market and they've come in cheaper yeah and cheaper than 550 for a tablet yeah yeah but they are smaller but they're more sort of I think they're going to be more usable I think they're that's my market I think they're going to take over the seriously can you imagine uh, you know, you're on porn or something on the uh, iPad. It's a handy size. <laughs> no, it's easy to hold <laughs> with one hand, and and it's a decent sized screen. You don't need your reading glasses now. If you've got a smaller screen, down to a five inch. Oh, five. What are we talking about? Screen size. <laughs> screen size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you have to sort of hold it up to your face like a clown. The clowns hold tablets up to their face. God damn. I, think I was hoping my mother could listen to this podcast, but I don't think she will. Be... Why? What's wrong with your mummy? <laughs> she doesn't know what you porn is. <laughs> no, but she might Google it. Oh, yeah. We could edit that bit out. Okay, so, you're on Amazon trying to buy some CDs, and uh, the screen's not big enough. Look, I don't know why I'll be talking about screen size. All of these things are good. The thing is, you can sit in your chair and flick through your CD collection and control the track you're playing, and get good sound, and not spend too much money doing it. Music streaming's great. And cover up. questions, Keith? How does it work? Tell me, what have you got? What do you, what do you wish to know that I've not covered? I've not covered a lot. Let me summarise again. Three three things. You need a network with some music on it. Actually, there's one thing. You need that... a streaming device. Yes. But not a streaming device. A streaming client, which is a box. 
with controls to select what music you want to play, and it will have a DA converter in it as well. So it takes a file from a network of its choice, converts it back to analogue, and then feeds it off to an existing stereo system. So yes. you could have an old Lux amp and a pair of Bose speakers. Yes. And which you've had in the family for 35 years. And you could plug that streaming client into that as the same way as you would plug in a CD player, tape deck, turntable, open reel recorder, 8-track uh, player. 8-tracker? Oh, yeah. You ever not My first car had an 8-tracker in it. I think we've got to go sideways with this <laughs> yes. car collection. That was, one, was that the 120Y or is it the... Uh, a Mazda RX4. I didn't have a 120Y, I had a 180... Did you have a 180B or was that something no. else? Yeah, an RX4, I know that. We all had RX4s. That was the first car. It was your first car? Yeah. You had an R- oh, with the big wraparound dash? Real plasticky, creaky sort of dash? Yes, but I fixed all that. Yeah, did you? With Celastic. Celastic, black Celastic, <laughs> and, and carpet on the outside or the inside. Well, I, well, I filled all the cracks up. Yeah, but what about the car? So you, <laughs> the car was fine. Yeah, no, no, the dash was just all cracked and it creaked and groaned, and yeah. I just pulled it all apart, filled up all the cracks in the dash, smoothed it off, sanded it back, and then got the guy to put carpet over the top of it on the outside. No, on the dash. You said the dash. Oh, no, I meant like the, the, the instrument binnacle. You know, all the creaky, the ashtray and all the dials. Oh, yeah, well, I had half that missing. So that, oh. yeah. <laughs> anyone that knows me knows that it my dash is always half apart anyhow. And that probably that gap was the eight-tracker that came out straight away. Oh, okay, yeah. Until I got the Alpine. When I started my apprenticeship... I had to fix the occasional eight track. They were still around. You fix? Oh, oh yeah, God, now you've dated yourself. I'm old. Very old. Um, uh, I think we're done. I, I, I think yep. we're uh, there's one thing that I've found article. with media streaming mm. that, I, that I thought I'd mention. You don't actually have to have an eye device. Oh, God, no. No, no. no, no. It, it usually comes with its own remote control. It comes with its own remote, absolutely. I did and mention you, that, but I've glossed over it. Yeah, and then you just need your TV, and you get your cover out on the TV. Uh, yeah, well, that depends what you're using. Yeah. If you're using, like, an AV receiver, that'll happen, yeah. Most no, probably. I plug it straight in the TV. Who? What? My Western Digital. Oh, TV. God. Come on, Keith, that's it. I'm going to stop. If you're going to keep talking about <laughs> second-rate... Computer industry type products that you can buy for one hundred and twenty nine dollars, like yeah, that's Apple TV. Uh, yeah, look, of course the thing is they work incredibly well, don't they? You know, Apple TV won't work with a NAS drive though. Yeah, I don't think so. No, I'd have to test it. We could I test think it. It has to connect up to iTunes. Um, therefore you need yeah. to see turned on and running. Yes, and this is one of the things that I I want to clarify and. This is the sort of stuff that some people gloss over. They don't get down to the nitty-gritty. The nitty-gritty is I can use a $100 or $120 Samsung Blu-ray player yes. as a media server and as a Blu-ray player, Yes. and I can run it all from a NAS drive. So the computer's not on. Yeah. The video, the music, the video and the music files, are, and the pictures, your slideshow, you can bore people with your, your trip to Hobart. To Tazili. Yeah, you can bore them with that or play the movie of you and the wife or... On holidays. Yeah. Yep. And you can play some music. Sweet, Media, sweet yeah. sounds. The same music that you used when you were making that movie with the wife. And you can 
achieve all of that. So you're streaming all three kinds of media with a hundred dollar component bought from an appliance store. That's pretty good. It's amazing, and the computer doesn't need to be on. So we I just keep going we, on about that, but there's some people get very get hung confused. Up. Oh. Well, I think you know why would you want your computer on in the middle of the night when you're watching a movie? I mean, I know they sort of go into semi sleep mode or something, do they? Or that that's brought up one other. Not a, not a problem, but one other one other, uh, requirement, I suppose, because I do cabling installation work. Is that what you do? Mainly. What happened to the automotive mechanical career? That's really just a sad hobby now. Yeah. <laughs> sad interest. But these days, I mean, we used to run a TV coax, mm. and then we got pay TV, mm. so you had to run another coax for it. So yes. you ended up with two coaxes yes. where your television sat. You need three coaxes now mm. for the MyStar, mm. which is another form of media, satellite mm-hmm. service. Some people would call it that. But then, so now you've got your TV, you've got your Blu-ray player, it jumps on the network. So I'm still thinking about the number of coax runs you've got from the air. So you've got three coax runs. Yeah, Cross that off list. Can you run a fourth one for FM radio? Or you just tap it off the TV? Actually, I usually do. But I actually, well, you could just split it. Mm. But you may as well run another cable. What's, I mean, it's cable. Coax is down to about, what, $18 a metre or something? Yeah, and, <laughs> Some metre in the year 2025. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, is coax the same price it was in 1982? Yeah, don't tell anyone that, though, and we still charge the charge at the same price. <laughs> it's a worry, isn't it? No wonder we're both driving new Ferraris. So, um, But now I've come to the conclusion, if you're setting up someone's house or smart wiring someone's mm-hmm. house, you, you're running the TV cable, you run that in, that's all right. Then you've got to consider the TV wants to jump on the network, the Blu-ray player wants to jump on the network. Yes. The kid's PlayStation or Xbox wants to jump on the network. Then you might have a media streamer yes that wants to jump on the network you you've got four or five network cables behind the tv now indeed you have just just to get everything happy and running and and working would you have a a run from the router and then have a switch or would you have a router? well i would recommend running separate cables back to a central spot to a router to a router and or having a switch and a router because you're going to by the time you run two rooms, you've you've got yourself ten data points. Which side of the switch do you put the router? Incoming or outgoing? <laughs> Incoming to the what? Oh, the router goes into the switch, and the switch goes out to the outlets. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> Straightforward. There you go, folks. Just so you get that right when you're plugging it all together. What's the difference between a switch and a router? <laughs> One has a big lever on the top of it. One has a. L- <laughs> What sort of lever? Big knife switch. Oh. <laughs> um, switch my understanding a... is switch doesn't have uh, any IP address in it. Yeah, well, switches are pretty straightforward, basic yeah. equipment, not too smart, not too intelligent, really just there to transfer data to the, the port that's asking for it. Splits it up. If, Split, oh, for the port that's asking for it. Okay. Yeah, so it's not really a hyper super intelligent device but it it needs to be a quality device i think it needs to you put a router on a router i wouldn't recommend it 
Why is that? You get complex or something, or what happens? <laughs> well, you're really stretching my knowledge. But well, we're neither of us are networking people. So. No, you'd call it. You call out the IT guy, and he'd say, "That's not right. Don't do that." Yeah. The no. point is, the you what you're get... getting, you need, and you're dead right. You need at least four or five Ethernet connections at each outlet, at each media, at each television rack location. of equipment. Yeah, yeah. Because the TV wants it, smart TVs. Yep. Blu-ray player wants it, both for being smart and also doing software firmware, firmware updates. Yep. So does the Xbox or the PS3. Online gaming. Yep. And updates. Yes. And media. And media. It and, does everything. And the uh, your, your, your Western Digital uh, box that you're in love with doesn't really... Uh, well, it wants to, to get the files off the network from yeah. the nose drive yeah. over in the office. It gets the cover art. Yep. And, and it's basic games. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure they're wonderful. Um, <laughs> Retro games on the new media streamer. Does it do st- Space Invaders? I think it does. Oh, my God, that is cool. <laughs> I'm going to buy one. Um, the... The, 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 there's one other device I'm forgetting. I don't know what it is. I've forgotten. But there's something else that might want a Ethernet connection behind the TV. And that would be a... Well, if you had a home theatre situation, you'd have your ah, AV, AV receiver. AV receiver. You got me. Yeah, that, that was it. Well, well, not all AV receivers, but most of the new AV receivers yeah. have that option. And you'd want that also for firmware upgrades and it's more certainly for streaming. Well, internet radio. Oh, internet radio. Yes, thank that, you. Kim. That's a good, that's an untapped avenue, I think, particularly yeah, here. radio is fucking cool. <laughs> particularly and on that note, since I'll have to edit that F word out, we're going to wrap up because my hard drive is going to be full. <laughs> of rambling. I've only got a six gig hard drive. <laughs> Um, oh man, we can talk. Well, uh, thanks, folks, for listening. Yep, uh, we're going to come back to the music streaming thing because it's—I think it's confusing. I've nearly got it straight in my head. Though I think we'll stick it up on the web page. We'll put a little bit of a diagram, a little That's sketch, a sketch out of. I've got a half-written article. I should finish and post that up there as well. Okay, sounds good. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I, I like to pretend that I do. So. We're back. We are back, and we're, and we're off. Uh, we'll be back uh, with episode five. Sounds good. I'm really waiting for it. You're really waiting for it. I'm really. Oh, I tell you what, I'm excited. Don't forget to subscribe, everyone. iTunes. I knew there was something I wanted to say. Yeah. Oh, and the Facebook page is up. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I just got it up today. Did you? I. I got it up. <laughs> no, the Facebook page. <laughs> Ah! This podcast is rapidly descending into just complete bollocks, really. Eh. Anyhow, it's better than TV, I suppose. All right, we'll be back to... I was really going to say tomorrow. It's not quite tomorrow. We'll no, be back, next uh, episode. We'll be back uh, next episode in the next few days. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks, folks. Thanks, folks.